You are listening to the Giggles Live Radio Network. Living on the ledge. Playing nine holes of golf with a sand wedge. Practicing my chiropractic skills with a 12-pound sledge. You're listening to Living on the Ledge with DMV Mike on the Giggles Live Radio Network. Please hey. welcome your host of Living on the Ledge, DMV Mike. Hey, welcome back up here. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. It's been a very long time since we've set foot on the lift and went up the side of the building. As a matter of fact, as I was learning in the uh, as we're sitting in the lobby discussing things with uh, with all the people out there in the lobby, first time that we've been on the ledge since Olden Polonies visited us. And at the expo, at the expo, yeah, at, um, Ventor Expo Fest. Yeah, you terrified that man. That was uh, <laughs> he did not want to go up on the side of the building. So we were, we're going to find a way to get him to come up here, anyways. Um, get him to find a way to join join you up on the side of the building. We might have to entice him with some cheap beer that we've gotten. Yeah, well, that's not a cheap beer. Well, that's a delightful beer. That's a that's a that's a very good beer. That was that was, that was my beer of choice until I found the eight oh fives. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. DMV popping open a Bud Light over here. I know. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Bud Light right now, but I know it's a really a bargain buy now. If you can, yeah, it's on sale everywhere, isn't it? It's very... They've got plenty in stock. <laughs> but yes, I've uh, I was always a big fan of Bud Light, and I don't really understand all of the uh, the backlash. But that's not really my. Uh, <laughs> not, not, not really my concern, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if it, if anything lowers the price, I mean, if they could do it with gasoline, it'd be nice too. I mean, if we could drop yeah. gasoline to like three dollars a gallon. Yeah, Exxon, can you can you go out there and uh, <laughs> make a gas can, gas can with a <laughs> stuff that's gonna upset everybody? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I'm glad that we're finally getting back together. It's the first time in quite a while. Yeah. Um, Nice. I hope this is all functioning. I mean, still, I mean, with the keypad, I entered the key code, so we should be good. It is. It does. I did notice that there's a lot more. Um, I did notice that there's a lot more. Uh, um, I just realized something. Hold on. To be thankful for what you have. So I guess we're going straight up on the. Is that what you yeah, had planned? Yeah, yeah. Just go ahead and hit the code, and we'll just see right. how far up we can go. The code is still. It's the secret code, right? The zero zero zero. Yeah, the four zeros. Oh, okay, good. I want to make sure. I want to, and it's kind of windy out tonight. I've noticed too a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I've noticed it. it has kicked up a bit here. Yeah, the higher you get, it seems like the higher up on the building you get, the, the more windy it seems. And then you saw the photos of what happened last weekend, where I had to crawl down on the the piece of rope. I could only get down to the third floor. And oh, then I really? Had to, 
the lift got frozen up there. Oh, was it because of all the cold stuff? Yeah, you were over there. You were out there for quite a bit. We had trouble getting our staff members out here to try to get you down. It was a. Yeah, I it was apologize almost, for that. It was kind of a disappointment how that worked out. Yeah, I think it was 336 hours total out there. Well, that's good. It'll reflect on your check at least. Okay. Yeah. It's like overtime. Yeah, that overtime really does. It starts adding up. It starts adding up. Yeah, that's why firefighters do it. They like the overtime. They like the overtime. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we had a great time at the expo. Yeah, that expo was um, awesome. I enjoyed that there. I could not have done the expo without you. Oh, you were appreciate that. So helpful as far as uh, you know, vendors coming in. The first thing, uh, where's DMV Mike? I knew. Okay, you're a vendor. Line you up with Mike, and I got I got the little bit of information I needed from them, and I put them in your hands, and you took care of them, and everything worked out perfectly. Yeah, and it, it seemed like everything flowed together perfect. It worked out. Nicely, almost too perfectly. It kept feeling like okay, something's got to go wrong here, but it really did. It ran, it ran very smooth, and I'm hoping that that's a sign of things to come. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it looks like it's going to be a good turnout for the next one too. Yeah, and the autograph guests were great too. Uh, old, old and Paul, and he's very engaging, and everybody really enjoyed him. And Tabitha was great. Yeah, Tabitha um, was signing autographs there too. It was cool. Yeah, did you get Tabitha to sign anything? Yeah, they they both signed my uh, maximum occupancy sign. Oh, very good. Yeah, that's right. Very yeah. nice. What did Tabitha say about that? Um, I told him it was out of the elevator here that we put it up in the elevator for the guest we bring up on the lift. <laughs> so I think oh, that's what's kind of probably scared old enough too. Was I mean that, <laughs> that he was going to be immortalized on a. On, on the lift. <laughs> a poor guy. He probably drove past the tower on his way back home going, man, there's no way I'm doing that. I'm not going to do that show on that tower. That was so funny. But yeah, it was a good time, and I'm, I'm really glad that you were there and glad that we had all the people that we had. There's just so much support made it a, a great afternoon. Yeah, a, a great turnout of all kinds of people. So good that we're going to do it again on November 1st. No, or October first, right? October first, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe even, maybe do both November and October. Maybe September first. No, don't do that. The Ferris will be here, I think. Yeah. But yeah, October first. So we'll be one of the first events after the fairgrounds cleans up because they shut down for about a month after the fair. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, they have to do the internal like cleaning. A big cleanup, a big. You know, they got to make sure the facilities are ready for the next thing, and yeah, it, it shuts down for about. A few weeks, so yeah, because when they take that Ferris wheel down, they have to put everything in Ziploc bags and write what it is, and so they can reassemble it. Next yeah, the, the, that's what they do with the killer whales that they have over at the killer whale tank at the at the county fair. Yeah, yeah, they have to do that too. Yeah, they put them in the big Ziploc bags, throw them in the back of the truck, save them for later. <laughs> that's still my favorite picture: is the <laughs> killer whales in the little Ziploc in the little bags. Ziploc bags. <laughs> But yeah, do you, any ten, do you have any intentions of going to the fair this year? No, I, I'm actually an anti-fair person. But Are you? I mean, really? I think you would like it for some reason. Um, I, I think just so many times of having to go with the kids and being pressured into winning stuff off the radio for the fair, and yeah, yeah, I just no desire for the fair. Right. Yeah, I, I enjoy the fair, and and you're right. It is kind of more of a something you do with the kids for the kids because you don't really. There's no rides there that you want to get on. Chances no. are. I mean, they just. I always had that thing. I've been saying it since I was a teenager. I don't want to ride a ride on Friday that they built on Tuesday. I just don't. I, I yeah. don't I'm not comfortable with that. Never have been. Never will be. And, you know, my kids love it. They're, they're, they don't yeah. mind. You know, well, Maddie. Tommy to, Tommy's kind of more on my side, but <laughs> Maddie will get on anything. And, and then to go just for the food and then everybody 
gets a bite out of something. You know, you buy one of something, and then a family of four each takes a bite. And yeah, you, you yeah. buy an $18 piece of bacon <laughs> dipped in chocolate. Yeah. Everybody gets one bite, and that's supposed to be bite. dinner. Yeah, we, I, did, I actually did the chocolate bacon, and it was the most disappointing thing ever. It was it was the unnecessary marriage of two wonderful things, and it didn't. They they canceled each other out, in my opinion. It wasn't good. I, I tried the bacon dip funnel cake. Have you tried that one yet? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's, it's a, a funnel cake dipped in bacon grease. I mean, oh, nice. It just sops it up like a sponge, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. The funnel cake breakfast burrito. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't really get that. I don't. I don't understand the fair food. I get there's the great smells going through, and I do like that. But I'm not at any point going, man. I gotta, I gotta go get some of that popcorn I smell, or I gotta go yeah. get some of that. And from what I understand, most of the smells are artificial, right? They're not real. Like it's not really the smell of stuff cooking. Don't they have like? No, they just pipe that in. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that gets piped in from like the West Indies or something. Yeah, yeah. it's just an outside source that <laughs> contracted to pipe that in. Now the most. There's the, there's the big celebrity that's been coming around. I wonder if it's going to be back this year. But every year we get the uh, you know we get the merry-go-round from Michael Jackson's backyard. Okay, and yeah. that that probably will be there again this year. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe some unspeakable things have happened on. Oh no, the swings, the swings. Yeah, not much can happen on those swings. That goes pretty high up. And and the one that we always get too is we get all these bands that were formerly um, bands that are now missing. I mean a couple of um, key players so you might have like the um, uh, the tambourine player from one band and then um, do you remember when me and you went to that concert it was the tambourine player from Air Supply yeah that was a great show that was a, yeah I, he played all the hits but he just didn't do the vocals so. yeah no vocals that was what they call an acoustical tambourine engagement and I think this year we have just oats we don't have hollow notes we just have oats coming out just to sing all the yeah. His parts from the songs. I wonder if the other four audience members are going to join us and go see him again. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It might, nice. might be a good turnout. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, I do. I, lo- I love the... They they actually called me... my One of my favorite uh, fair stories, they called me... I was in Big Bear with my family, and they called me and asked me if I would go open for Creedence, uh, the Creedence Clearwater Revisited. Revisited, yeah. Yeah, which is, it's basically Credence. <laughs> yeah, without John Fogarty. Oh, is that what it is? It's, yeah, is yeah, that John, the only difference? Yeah, John Fogarty refuses to tour with the other members, so it's the bass player and the drummer. Oh, okay, gotcha. So then, so if, uh, so if I went up and I was like, I wonder if I could talk to John Fogarty and say, hey man, maybe me and you can get together and get Yeah, yeah just say, hey, Tom or John Fogarty. <laughs> Yeah, I know most of their songs too. If they're looking for a lead singer, yeah, I know a whole bunch of them. I know the "Stuck in Lodi" song, and then the the bathroom on the right song. Oh yeah, I thought it was bedroom on the right. Oh, yeah, bath is it bedroom on the right? <laughs> that was actually is my favorite. Uh, I have a funny story about that song actually. Um, <laughs> I had an idea. That was my, uh, that was, the, so that's my favorite Creedence song. I did a show, I used to do a lot of background work in Hollywood, so I did a show called Viva Laughlin. Have you ever heard of it? No, I haven't heard that one. So it was a, believe it or not, it was a mu- musical. It was a musical. You're, you're going to start thinking I'm making this shit up at one point, I promise you. It's a musical directed by Hugh Jackman. 
<laughs> and it's the life story it's of a, Don Laughlin. It's set in Laughlin. No, it's oh, the city okay. of Laughlin. It's okay. basically like Las Vegas, only it's Laughlin. Okay. Right? So this particular episode that I was acting in was I was uh, a, me- a member of a cult. And I was in a big, uh, I was in a big, one of those big uh, white tents, like a tent, what do they call them? Tent church, tent okay. revivals. And the pastor was the dad from that 70s show. The kind of crazy bald oh, dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Red Foreman. And so, uh, so when he goes up, one I, one of the one of the past one of the congregation members is like, "What does it feel like when you bump him?" And he's like, "It feels, it feels, it feels something like this." And he starts clapping, and then we all have like fans and <laughs> hymnals, and we're clapping and singing along, and we sang "Bad Moon Rising" oh. like as a congregation. Oh. It was one of the crazier gigs I've ever had. Right, and so it was on Viva Lava, and I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. It was I was on uh, episode four. It was gonna be like a really cool thing because I'm right in the front. I was. It was like a really cool, really cool. You know, there was moments where he uh-huh. comes up and he's interacting. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, make a long story short, it gets canceled after two episodes. <laughs> the show was so bad that they canceled it after two episodes. <laughs> So you're like the the hidden or the missing episodes, the archives. Oh, yeah. We need to find... I'm sure we can find it somewhere. I'm sure we can find it. And I want to see that episode so bad. And I was just just in the little parts that I was in, I was like, God, this story is really poorly written. <laughs> it's really poorly written. But yeah, so he's he's the preacher, the dad uh-huh. from that 70s show. I wish I remember his name, but he's a great character. Everybody knows him when you see him. I, I, just, I just remember his name from the show, which is Red Foreman, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it was Eric Foreman and Red Foreman. Yeah, yeah, that's what, well. That was my thought. Was oh, there's Red. That was my first thought when I went in there. And then Uncle George Foreman with the. And there were other famous <laughs> people in the, but I don't remember who. That's so funny. I just remember him now. But yeah, it was it was a really crazy because it it was in one of those. It was like an old um, Hollywood hotel that I've seen in tons of like Vegas movies and stuff. It had an empty pool. It was like if you saw it, it was one, it was the pink hotel. You see it in all kinds of Hollywood stuff. And, and was it actually filmed in Laughlin, or it no, had it nothing filmed, to do with Laughlin? I, I re- if I remember it, it was filmed like in um, where they film all the stuff, like The Office, like that, that kind of stuff, like oh, in the okay. valley. Yeah. In the valley, okay. Yeah, I can't remember exactly where, but yeah, it was a blast though. I wish I had access to my old. I, that's the one reason I wish I would have kept my old email address because I could go through my old emails and find those locations. Like the Office, I did all those episodes of the. I did that episode of the Office, and, and there was these different locations, and they were all on that one email. But I destroyed oh, okay. the email, so I don't have it anymore. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they did use a lot of remote locations for that. You know, the Office. Yeah, well, that one episode I did was the was when when Pam and Michael were doing the circuit and they were going around. So I had a couple of scenes, and I was cut out of all of them. But I was in the as they were checking into the inn, and because they were traveling together, they, oh, okay. they didn't use that scene at all. And then in the restaurant, I was sitting with this lady, and I was right on the other side of Pam. So Pam's back was to my back. But then they showed them in the restaurant, but they didn't show oh, okay. beyond their beyond their booth. So so you know how booths are. I'm and I'm I'm here. Pam's right here to my back, and then. Um, and then I was there for another scene that was later on where they were at, at the countertop. It was inside the same restaurant, but I was there for that. But we were, I was just in the other part of the restaurant for that. I was talking to somebody. But Mindy, the girl that plays Kelly, she was the one directing those scenes. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's kind of crazy, though, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking back. Oh, so, the, so, so she's the one that plays Kelly Kapoor. She's the one that plays Kelly Kapoor, and she's the, she was, like, one of the main writers. And, oh, very you know, cool. And, you know, that's why she went on. And yeah. the Mindy Project, a really good show. Yeah, sure. yeah, because she, she wrote for that one. And then the other one that also wrote for that one, and I can't remember his name because... Um, Ryan? B.J. Novak? B.J. Novak. B.J. Novak. And another writer, which always surprises people, was Toby Flenderson. Toby Flenderson yeah. was one of the main writers. Yeah, he was right. Yep. Yeah, and I forget his I forget his real name. He's one of the guys that didn't use his real name. And and then the one that's actually coming up here to do a concert in Ventura oh. is Creed. Yeah, Creed. That's exciting. Yeah, Creed's going to be local here doing some music. Such a, they've been promoting that for a while, and it's yeah. still. Oh no, it's coming up this week. It, it's like next week, I think. Is it next weekend? It's coming up it's, soon. Yeah, like I want to say April twenty third or something like that. Uh huh. Yeah, they're making a. They're really pumping that out there. Because so he he was actually originally with. Is it the grassroots or he was? Yeah, grassroots. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, that's correct. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll take office trivia for two hundred, Alex. But how great was the office's last episode that they, like they were they let him off in handcuffs. That's how the show ended. Yeah. It's so classic. <laughs> it's so classic. It was just wonderful. I love it. So I don't know. I'm, I don't really have a lot of interest in going out and seeing the Creed show, but. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. I, I liked him as a character from The Office. I really did. And um, I do like him as a musician. But beyond that, I don't have any fandom for him, I guess. It's one of those things where do I want to spend my whole evening? I don't know. I might. I don't know. I, I, like a, like a, on paper, I don't. Like looking at it, I don't see anything that goes, man, I got to That draws, draws you into it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of stuff coming up here locally in Ventura, um, don't we have a golf tournament coming up here? Oh, yeah, May 1st. We have the big uh, Sadaquay Club Project Understandings golf tournament. We have a couple of sponsorship uh, spots available. A couple of spot golf spots available. Projectgolfclassic.com for their information on that. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to caddy again this year. Yeah, that would be nice if you did that. Yeah, no throwing the candy bar in the pool. That was that. Yeah, that was good last year. I didn't like that. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good movie. I gotta go back and watch that again. Yeah, yeah, Candy Shack's classic. I love that movie. What are what? So, what is your favorite comedy of all time? Like when you think of if if you're like I'm in the mood to just throw something on that's gonna make me laugh. Guy, um, the one that always does it for me is Spinal Tap. I can throw Spinal Tap in, and that's always one that just... I, I just... The, the the way they did that, the characters on it, everybody did very well on that, you know I mean? Yeah, Spinal Tap's good, and I, what I like about Spinal Tap is there's very, like, very little to no laughter throughout the film, and yeah. I kind of like that. Like, it's very deadpan, but it's really funny. Yeah. And, there, and sometimes stuff happens, and you know you're like, oh, I just missed something there. <laughs> you yeah. know that there's stuff that you miss. <laughs> And the one scene that always cracks me up is when they get second billing to the puppet show. You know, it's puppet show and then Spinal Tap. You know what I mean? I had uh, one of my favorites is Best in Show, kind of along oh, okay. the same line. And this is yeah, Very, similar people in it too. My uh, one of my friends, I won't say her name, but she was talking about something, and she said. Uh, she said she was talking about something with her dog, and she goes, "It's very best, best in show like." And I responded with, "Can you believe they eat these precious animals in some countries?" Yeah. And then she kind of like freaked out on me, and I go, "You're the one that said best in show. All I did was quote best in show," and she didn't realize. And I, and I don't think she's as big of a best in show fan as she wants people to think she is. 
and, and there's another one that I mean I've seen so many times that I could quote dialogue from it was um, uh, Bob and it was Bob and Doug McKenzie Strange Brew. Do you remember? No, I never saw that one. Take off your hoser. I mean, no, oh, never you never saw okay. No. And the McKenzie brothers. Oh, guy. I'm very the 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 Saturday night night the Saturday night live blah 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 the Saturday night live alumni stuff. I like a lot of that. Like, okay. So like the, the Tommy Boy, Black Sheep, Beverly Hills Ninja. Gosh, that's a funny movie. Have you watched Beverly Hills yeah. Ninja? Yeah, this man, that's a funny movie. Um, the Wayne's World. I was a fan of the first Wayne's World. Yeah. I don't know if I ever watched the second one, but I loved Wayne. And then, uh, obviously, for the age I was in my teens, Tia Carrera was just. And then I ended up touring with Tia Carrera's roommate for a little while, which was kind of weird. <laughs> now, was was she a comic? Or? Uh, yeah, Julie McCullough. She was also on TV and oh, okay. she did Playboy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. She was, um, she was actually Mike Seaver's girlfriend, wasn't she? She was, and then Mike <laughs> Seaver got her got her fired. I should ever come on the show. She should probably be willing to talk about that. Mike oh, Seaver's yeah. mom got her fired because he she felt like he was the Julie was making her sin. Oh. <laughs> And he had a little, and it was it's just sad because Julie was not like upset about it. She was just hurt. Like uh-huh. I think the way I shouldn't tell her story, but the, the way what I gathered from what I remember. Yeah, that's right. Because she she did get replaced, and then they brought in the the uh, other girlfriend that he had. Yeah, and he had the one that he ended up sticking with, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a bummer. The way well, they wasn't did that. that the one that he actually ended up marrying in real life? Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think they did. I think it was uh-huh. like, hey, you're gonna bring in the girl that goes to church with you instead yeah and i'm gonna marry her <laughs> he was a powerhouse that kirk cameron yeah. when he was a kid yeah what was that all about that was just i mean he was talented but uh-huh. but man hollywood was so behind that kid yeah yeah they liked him a lot same with like rick schroeder there was a couple of those guys right around that era yeah rick schroeder um who who was another powerhouse during that time oh during that time like jason bateman there's a few of them Jason Bateman and Justine Bateman, his sister. Yeah, yeah, and Jason Bateman's a killer comic. I mean, he's he's funny in everything he does. I love him in everything he does. Dude is so good. You're right, he, and he's one of those under. He's he kind of reminds me of um, of uh, Ritter, John Ritter. Yeah, John Ritter. Yeah, because he's in a lot. Like you yeah. don't like you don't realize how much stuff he's in because he's so good. Once once you lock into his character, you forget that he's him. Yeah, you know what it, I mean. Exactly. Kevin Bacon kind of does that, where you'll be watching and you're like Kevin Bacon, I love, and then all, you forget he's Kevin Bacon. Jack Nicholson kind of does that, where you yeah you forget he's Jack Nicholson. Yeah, the the, the character kind of. I mean, takes Nicholson over. hasn't done anything in a really long time, but yeah, yeah, exactly. The character takes over. Yeah, where the character kind of like takes you away because that's one of the reasons I don't like a lot of the big blockbuster films is because if I'm sitting here and I'm watching somebody like okay like Jennifer Lopez not a particularly good actress right so if I'm watching the movie and I'm constantly being reminded that she's acting I don't I don't like that but if it's a really good actor and it's something that I can get lost in that's the whole point of it yeah that's that's what you want to do yeah hey Speaking of getting lost, doesn't it look like that ice cream man down there is lost? The guy that's circling the parking lot down there? What is he doing down there? There's hardly any kids down there. I know. It's just like, we might want to lower down and see if we can stop him. Any, yeah, anybody who uh, does, isn't familiar with the way things work here, while we record the podcast, usually there's no more than maybe a dozen kids that, that start hanging out, wanting to get autographs uh, once we're done with the show. We always are more than happy to sign about a quarter of them. 
we usually sign for about three kids and then get get out of there. And usually there's, yeah. there's a taco truck or something that'll stop by, but this is just weird that this ice cream man is trying to circle the drain here. Yeah, I don't know. What is he? Let's. Well, why don't you wave him down and then we'll just get him. Okay. To, we'll get him to come by. I don't know if he's even. Oh, he's getting another. He's in the parking lot now. There we go. We'll go down there and get down. There. Yeah, if we if we get down a little bit further. Oh, there he is. Yeah, there he is. I think. Don't. I think we should raise back up. I think you're a little too close to him. Do, do you think we're too too low? No, I think we're okay. No, I think you got. He's got to raise up. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, we're okay. No, we're not. Uh, uh, hey, what do you want? Do you want a, a push-up or do you want a drumstick? I'd see if they have one of those Oreo ice cream. Oh, I, I like those Oreo ones. I like those too. Those Mint chip? No, oh, oh, shit. That didn't work. Oh, whoops, okay, that didn't work. Go yeah, up was, a little bit. Yeah, I guess we were too low. Yeah, I think that was... <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work for you. Hey, that's okay. But we don't want nothing. We're good. Yeah, he's... <laughs> you, you can continue. Carry on. <laughs> he's shaking his fist. <laughs> All right, well, we tried. It's not our fault. No, I, I don't think he sustained any structural damage. It looks like he still can get out of here. Yeah, although I do, I do think we should have moved, because I could tell that, that, that our corner was hanging out on the edge over yeah, there. Yeah. I knew he was going to try to make that turn. Uh-huh. Silly. Well, I, I don't know what he was thinking. I mean, it wasn't like a drive through or anything. I mean... They should make every ice cream truck do that route over there in El Rio where we were at that time when the ice cream truck went by 55 miles an hour and uh, yeah, still was stopped and made like 50 sales. And I'm like, why Why would you go through this 100 miles an hour when you can make this many sales just by stopping? It, it It's like at certain times those trucks don't want to even go through the hood, you know? It's like, man, I, don't, I do not. I'm an ice cream truck, but I do not want to sell any ice cream. <laughs> Let's get through here as quickly. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like he's doing it just to tell his, oh, no, it was a woman. So she's doing it just to tell her boss, hey, I went out and yeah. I was out there for five hours. Nobody wanted ice cream. There was landmines all over the place. I had to swerve. <laughs> It's got to be a weird thing, though. Every time you're in your car, somebody's chasing you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'd always be afraid of somebody, I mean, coming up to you and shaking you down for all your goods, you know, because, I mean, you can't have that much inventory on an ice cream truck and someone come at you with gunpoint, you'd give it all up, you know, I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I ain't going to take a bullet for, I mean, a, a fudge sickle. <laughs> I will not. That'd make a good T-shirt. I will not take a bullet for a fudge sickle. Yeah, I like that. That'd, that'd be a good shirt. That's. I think that would be a good way to spread peace too. I like that. I think it'll be fantastic. So, so uh, Jimbalaya, the host of the Stories on the Bus podcast, is on his way up to Northern California with separate cars, but with Chuck Testa and Matt. Oh, Dockstetter. Are they going to the um, taxidermy festival? Yeah, they're going to the taxidermy convention. So oh, convention, nice. So he's going to be up there. He's hoping to get a bunch of uh, episodes recorded while he's up there. They're going to do some recording live from up there and get some uh, get some good content. So we're, we're wishing those guys the best of luck. I believe Matt is going for some more record-breaking taxidermy feats. So I want to hopefully we can get it, get him and talk to him while they're up there as well. And and Chuck's a taxidermist legend. I mean, he's a legend in the world of taxidermy. He is. Maybe we can get together and do like a Friday night live show and have them call in Friday or something. Oh, if that, you're not yeah, busy. That, yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Well, I don't think we have anything going on. Let's yeah, that would be good. Yeah, we haven't we haven't done one of those where we kind of everybody calls in and like a check in show. And that'd be neat because it's up at the event, you know. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, we can not. We can like get everybody involved because I can just have you and Mark can come by. John, 
We can see if John wants to come by. Yeah, we can yeah. everybody. That'd be good. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. And we'll be looking to extend the Giggles family here at the Giggles Live radio station. So if you are interested, hit us up. We would love to sit and talk to you. We have a few people we need to follow up with <laughs> from the expo who said that they were interested in broadcasting with us. We just got to like, reach out to them. Yeah, and I actually was soliciting another um, podcast, a, a show. Um, I have a guy that's a... He makes pottery. Oh, why not? But he likes wearing a mask like Darth Vader, and he talks like Darth Vader as he makes pottery. I mean, he was making his own Death Star the other day. I mean, and he wants to do a podcast. I mean, are you serious right now? I'm serious. It it blew me away that the guy, the guy was just like, he goes, yeah, he goes, I don't like my voice because I sound like James Earl Jones. But are you ready for this? Hold on, ready? Ready for this? Okay. Is it ready? Luke, I'm your potter. <laughs> I like that one. And and he could make his own Death Star. I was going to play the music, but, I, but I'm not familiar with how I laid the board out. Oh, As okay. if that was a walk-off moment. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> it's a nice day in California. That it is, but it is windy as well. It, it is windy up here. The wind chills up actually to about like seven or eight. I wish we could get the fixer up here. That'd be great. Get him up here. All these loose panels that keep slipping off and um, hitting the cars. It'd be kind of nice to get him up here. I don't know if those panels are solar panels or what kind of panels those are. I don't know. I don't know. I just shook the... Every time I like touch one, it seems like they fall down and hit something. Yeah, we've got a lot of water damage up here, too. you got to be careful because you touch one of those panels and you get stuff running off on you, you know? Yeah, there goes the panel right now, speaking of which. <laughs> All right, well, now we... Okay, well... <laughs> oh, look at that. Now, Terry's coming out. He's mad. He's going to get into it with the ice cream truck guy. <laughs> well, yeah. it's like, well, those guys will keep each other occupied there for a little while, I think. That would be kind of nice. I, I think Terry thinks the ice cream truck actually tore something off the building with that panel, and it wasn't. It was us dropping it, you know? Wow. Well, that's uh, that's the way it goes sometimes. That's, we're, kind of, we're kind of like the Three's Company of podcasts. We like to... Uh, mislead people into what really happened yeah with innuendos yeah you overheard me in the bathtub grouting <laughs> <laughs> come on jack put it in it's not deep enough <laughs> janet's standing it's like, oh. and then larry <laughs> is J- jan still alive right janet you know what looking at the the cast of that show i think the um the only two people i can think right now are janet and chrissy are the only surviving members of that cast, are they? I think so. I always thought Janet was kind of cute. I liked her. Because she had, the, she had the big bottom, yeah. Because Mr. and Mrs. Roper are dead. Well, Mrs. Roper was hot, too, but yeah. Yeah. yeah I let that dream go a long time ago. M- Mr. Furley's gone. Yeah, Mr. Furley's a good-looking cat, too. And then Larry, I think Larry's gone. Oh, was Larry dead? Oh. He lived a hard, fast life, yeah. though, according to the show. I, I know nothing else about him other than the show. But according to the show, he lived a very hard fast. I think he got typecast out of that show, really. Yeah, That's he was, why he never did nothing else. He was very misleading. Yeah. yeah it was like, no, you're Larry. <laughs> you know, the one that always surprised me that recovered from the typecasting thing is Bronson Pinchot. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's another one. He's too, the yeah. one that always, when, anytime I see him in something where he's speaking English, it still throws me off. Anytime he doesn't have the accent, I, 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 he's still Balky Bartokimus to me. Yeah. It's still I still expect him, baby, Bakos make you sick. Every time I see him, I expect Because he does a lot of, like, serious stuff now. You see him all the time. 
And I just expect him to be... Be Balky. Balky. Balky, yeah. Balky Bartakumus. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing that he did actually not get typecast from that show. I mean, that he actually went on the other stuff. Yeah, he did. He did. And I think the first movie I can think of that I can remember seeing him in was... Wasn't he in um, Risky Business? Oh, he might have been, yeah. And um, and then later we saw him in, as Balky, and I'm like, God, that was a far stretch for him to move from a, a sidekick on Risky Business to... <laughs> <laughs> and he's done so many things, yeah. though. You see him all the time. You'll, like, he pops up a lot. I'm surprised how, much, how often I see him on yeah, stuff. In, in, yeah, he's just in a lot of random movies. Were you a Webster fan when Webster was on? Yeah, I, I did watch Webster, too. I liked Webster, but I didn't know that Alex Karras was a real football player in real life until later on. Oh, okay. It's kind of weird that because yeah. I was young, I didn't. I kind of started learning more about that stuff. I knew about current football, but I didn't realize that he had actually played for the Lions. Even though they did, like, a lot of, they did, like, clips where they're in the Lions locker room and stuff like that. It's kind of cool. And I never knew Benson was actually a heavyweight fighter. I mean, oh, before he? he did Benson, I mean, no way, Robert. Oh, no, I was gonna say, <laughs> I said he definitely wasn't a heavyweight. He definitely wasn't a heavyweight because he wasn't. Robert Guillaume was not was not a big dude. No, <laughs> he didn't look like it, anyways. Yeah, everybody on the cast was taller than him. <laughs> yeah, and Gretchen Strauss. Yeah, Gretchen, and that. Who, what was the other the other weird guy's name? Yeah, the the other weird guy always getting mixed up with. Um, another actor that oh the actor from um ferris bueller's day off didn't he kind of look like the same actor maybe i see i wasn't a huge ferris bueller's day off yeah the guy who played mr um no not mr mooney or no moody or moody Mm. yeah it's moody yeah mooney mr mooney was from the lucy show (coughs) from lucy huh yeah, Mooney was from Lucy. Moody might have been from Ferris Bueller. <laughs> now you're messing with me. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy was great when you do Lucy Beyond in the middle of the day and you just throw it on, you know, a UHF channel yeah. and just watch Lucy for a few hours. It was so great. And you always, I mean, you always knew which ones they were. I mean, they always, I mean, you could tell after the first two minutes, There's, this is the episode... There's a comfort level. I really I want to find out more about the psychology in that. There's there's a comfort level when you're watching a sitcom that you've watched over and over again. You have your favorites, but you want like there's something about it because you, even though you know what's coming, you still enjoy it. Yeah, really I'll weird. I'll do that with my two go tos are The Office and yeah. Seinfeld. I can pop them in, and it's just like like you said, it's like comfort food, you know. Yeah, exactly. I do that with news radio. I do that also with The Office. I do it with um, not as much Parks and Rec, um, but I used to do that with Cheers. Cheers is finally starting to age when I, where I watch it, and I feel like it's a little bit older now. I know it's the last time, too, because I went through and did the, the, whole, the whole episodes, all of them again, and binged it, mm-hmm. and it's like, it is dated. Well, part of it is, too, if you watch a lot of the really classic episodes... So many of the newer comedies have stolen so much from them. I mean, The Office has taken a lot. Yeah. Cheers. All the all these shows that I love, news, you know, Parks and Rec, all all of them have taken stuff from from uh, The Office or from from Cheers. Yeah. Cheers was you know Cheers was very unique, a very unique ensemble. Well thing. written. Yeah. Yeah. It was very well written. Where where basically there was one main character, which was the bar. 
which was that unity, and it was all of the cast that filled it in. It was a little more like MASH than anything else. And I was trying to figure out how many spinoffs that we had that came out of Seer, um, out of Cheers. Did we have just one, just one which yeah, was Frasier? That, that was, was it. it. Yeah. Okay, because I, I thought maybe maybe Norm or no, nothing else came mm-hmm. out of that. Okay. There was a sitcom called Norm, but it was Norm McDonald. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, I think everybody was surprised when Frasier got the sitcom. But then um, it made sense after he got it. Like, okay, this makes sense because he can have a completely different storyline without the bar. Yeah. Norm couldn't have a storyline without the bar. Or, or Cliff. Cliff couldn't have a storyline without Norm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sam couldn't have, nobody else could have a storyline without the bar except for, except pretty much except for him. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Maybe uh, Woody. Yeah, maybe Woody moves on. Maybe uh, Rebecca. Rebecca, but, you know, who knows? But. I don't think I think she was done with Cheers by the time it was wrapping yeah. up too. I think I think she was. In, I think they all were enjoying it, but I think it, the time had just come and they all felt like it was time. Yeah, and I think it runs its course after a while with the, the show. Now the important question is: Do you remember the Jay Leno show when they were all drunk and uh, partying that the night of the of the final episode? I do not remember that. Oh really? It was great. I, I used to have it on VHS. I wonder if I still have it. But yeah, they were uh, they were all really drunk. It was now was it Jay Leno filling in for Carson, or was it actually Jay Leno was the host of the Tonight Show? I think it was shortly after he took over. Oh okay. He might not have been the permanent host yet, but I think he was. Uh, but it was Leno, and they did it live from the bowling finch in Boston, which is the which is Cheers, um, and. Uh, they were just like Jay had no control over it. They were just everybody was just drunk. All of them, <laughs> Woody and uh, all of them. I mean, everybody. The only one that I think wasn't there what, was Shelley Long there. Shelley Long might not have been there, but I think everybody else was there. Yeah, the only time I ever had um, was an audience member on the Tonight Show was the time that Jay was guest hosting for Johnny, and it was Jay Leno was hosting Robert Mitchum and Super Dave Osborne. Oh, nice. So it was a killer show. That's a classic. Yeah, and and it was so neat because we waited out front there in Burbank, and we were like second-row seats. We were really good seats and everything. And it was just, we were just so lucky to get in there for that. That is, that's cool. And the thing that amazed me about it was the whole set could probably fit into this area where we're on the cage on the side of the it's the not, building. It's not as big. It's not as big as you expect it to be. Yeah. Same thing with the price. The price is right. That I was really surprised that you know the studio is, you know, it's like a theater size, but the yeah. the actual set is very small. Yeah, where the camera pans in on is just a really tight area. Yeah. Even the big wheel on the Price is Right. It's on wheels. They will wheel it out there. I forever I thought that was just in the wall. I don't know why. Oh, just it I was always like thought it was part of, part of a wall. Yeah. I don't know why. And it's actually just a, 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 a mini Ferris wheel. Yeah. It takes one person to roll it out there. It's like a, yeah, it's just a Ferris wheel on a skateboard. <laughs> I, I always wonder if they really pulled that wheel hard enough, if you could get that to come down on top of you and wheel out <laughs> to the... There was an episode of The Family Guy where he made, I think he made his own made his own Red Bull or something like that. He had too much and he went on and he spun it super hard and it broke free and it went and killed a bunch of people in the audience. And he goes, paramedics, come on down. <laughs> There's another one that I'll, I'll sit and watch occasionally is Family Guy. Because Family Guy, you could put that on and that's like comfort food too. I mean. Yeah, Family Guy is one of those that has 
so many different like so many different layers of jokes it's unfortunate that some of it's so dirty because i'd love to watch more of it with my kids because they get like progressive humor they're smart but man some of that stuff i just like oh if my kids are laughing at something, I'm good. man, I really wish they didn't understand yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's not PG-13. <laughs> yeah, I think it's PG-19. Yeah. <laughs> PG-19, that family guy is. Yeah. But yeah, they do. They have a lot of really good classic episodes. And for uh, 80s and 90s nostalgia, there there's no show like it. Like, they pull a lot of that. Like, I, I remember, did you see the Star Wars episodes of yeah, Family Guy? Yeah, yeah, those, those were good, too. There's the, the one where he's uh, where, where they're on Hoth in the snow, <laughs> and then they were go you know, Han Solo was getting yeah. ready to go rescue Luke. He's like, first, I'm going to go skiing with these teenagers for no reason, and they did a Juicy Fruit commercial. <laughs> and they did it verbatim. They did yeah. it the exact same way they did the, the old skiing commercial for Juicy Fruit. It was so fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of shows, do we have... Um, what do we have coming up here for Giggles in the future? I mean, I think we have a Giggles show coming up here. Yeah, so Giggles uh, returns to the Hangar Bar and Grill. It's uh, April 28th, is it? 24th, 26th, 27th? 20th. I think it's the 28th, April 28th. Yeah, 28th, let's call it that. Yeah, I think so it's the last Friday of the month, and uh, we're going to have our buddy Jeff Frame, who's been a big part of Giggles for a long time. Um, yeah, the 28th. He's been a big giggles part of giggles for a long time. Done many of our shows, and uh, I think this might be his first time like headlining, like being the build headliner for the show. I always think of Jeff as kind of like our Steve Martin. You know, like when Saturday Saturday Night Live had Steve Martin come back as a guest host, yeah. and he was like the one that had like five, five or six times or seven times, whatever. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's Jeff is kind of like that for us. Yeah, he's one of our guys. He's kind of like Cat, and some of the, there's a few yeah. of those that are just from our they, right. part of their roots, whether they like it or not. Part of their roots are with us. So yeah, <laughs> and he's one of the ones that um, would uh, during COVID he came out and did a killer show. I mean, he did that mm-hmm. one show. Yeah, he was. Uh, we were the, one of the shows that because he, he was another one that couldn't find shows to do, and uh, he hadn't been on stage for a while. And came out and. He had been, but he's a preparer. He gets yeah. ready. He, he prepares what he's going to do, so he's always good. Yeah, yeah he, had, he had a great night that night. Yeah, so then after that, going into May, I don't believe we have... I don't believe we can f- confirm who our headliner is, but we've got a good one. And Exciting. And then we go back right into June. Yeah, so going into June... Now, I turned 50 in early June. There's a Sparstar event on June 10th. My birthday's on the 7th. Oh, okay. There's a good chance we're going to do something in conjunction with Sparstar in commerce for, for that birthday weekend. I don't know what all is going to be involved, but there will definitely be a group at the fights. That's for oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. And then are you guys going to um, podcast the fights? Yeah, we'll podcast oh, no. and we'll do all that regular stuff. But, yeah, it's going to be um, a lot of the fighters want me to get a hotel because they want to go out and party the, you know, the next evening. Okay. So it should be a good time. We'll get the Giggles crew out there, as many people as we can, and have fun. Sounds good. Yeah, and then June, late June, we have uh, Jake come in. We have uh, uh, my buddy from uh, Northern California, Jake Daniels, is coming down. He does uh, comedy and magic, and that's going to be a really fun show. Yeah. Now, Jake does comedy, magic, and music, right? Oh, I don't know. Does he do music? I thought he did music. Maybe. Too. I don't know. It's very likely. Yeah. I, 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 the truth is, I haven't seen Jake in a hit since... <laughs> Oh, 
it's been at least nine years because uh, last time I saw him, the Giants won a World Series. Oh, okay. Like the night I was hanging out with him. And I can't remember if it was the 2014, 2012, or 2010, but it was one of those. Okay, so this is going to be a reunion for you and Jake. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a very long time, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. It, um, and did I tell you what me and Chuck are working on right now, too? Oh. Uh, it's our version of um, Elon Musk and SpaceX. Oh, Really? But what we're going to do is we're going to go a little bit lower budget and we're, we're doing a plastic basket mm-hmm. and weather balloons. Oh, yeah, I like that. And we're going to go for high altitude. Oh, that's a good idea. So are you both getting into it or how is that going to work? No, I think just Chuck's going to get... Well, we're going to probably flip a quarter to see. And oh, it's, yeah. it's going to be two-headed. And I think Chuck's going to get inside the, oh, the basket. Smart. Yeah. Um. Well, plus you could just tell Chuck that he already said he would do it, and he would, yeah. he'll go for it. That's well, the best way. He's actually passed all the, the, the physical part of it of, as far as the training and everything that we've gone through. Oh, that's good. Nice. Yeah. yeah. He, he's he's a physical specimen. I've heard that from many people about Chuck Testa. Physical specimen. But that, that's, that's actually the next thing that we want to do is get former YouTube sensations and send them up in a balloon for high-altitude high that's I, that's smart. I like yeah. that. That's a good way to like make the world a better place. And, and if we get it done right, we could eventually do a comedy show up there. Yeah. Oh, I like that idea. And we could put we could uh, make have Chuck make some banners that he can hang off the back of the balloon. So like, let's just say somebody down on the ground wants to marry his girlfriend. He could be like, Hey, so and so, will you marry me? Yeah. We could do that too during a show. And. The truth is, if even if it's a girl who might not really like the guy that much, if it's a sign coming from behind Chuck Testa, she's going to be on. Yeah. It's, it's usually the same thing with the video marquee. Once they put you up on the video marquee with a girl, you have to, I mean, yeah, make the commitment. Yes. Yeah, you got to say yes. I believe, didn't Ahmad Rashad propose to Felicia Rashad on TV? Yeah, I think so. That worked out okay, right? Wasn't that an episode of The Cosbys? <laughs> Might have been. <laughs> I think he did ask her on TV or something like that. But a lot of times, those the the really public ones are, are the ones that don't work out. It seems like you gotta be careful about those. And and we were gonna go with something like instead of SpaceX, since we're using um, helium filled balloons, we were gonna do like gas x or something but that's it's already been taken you know oh has gas x been taken yeah it's kind of like a a relief product for if you get um gas but can you do gas x like exe or ex or do you know yeah we could probably do something like that because we've already infringed on anything that tesla's done i mean yeah with, yeah, you, you kind of have like a set of their blueprints. I can see what you got going on over yeah, there. Yeah, because we actually took the L and made it a T and made the Testa instead of a Tesla. Yeah. And it's actually a clone of a Tesla. It's just Chuck Testa's name on it. Yeah. That's a good car, too. It I is. think it's good. Yeah. yeah. I, I've got over 45 miles on mine. Yeah. Yeah, you got to charge it up. Yeah. you got to find a charger, then you can take it further. Well, that's the problem is the the finding the proper chargers for these tough yeah do you know where they have a charger for the t- well for the tesla i don't know but for the tesla they have them over at the lazy dog oh okay yeah yeah because with a te- uh, with a tesla you have to charge it from the the horns on the front the antlers yeah that's a good point you do have to do that 
Well, I can't wait, man. That's gonna be so much fun. I can't wait to see how you guys getting Chuck up into space and see him, uh, you know, up in the clouds. Yeah, yeah. Um, we might debut some of the um, gear because we've actually started getting fundraisers for some of it. So we, we might debut the, the the helmet and the um, oxygen tanks and the oh, the nice. basket. We just haven't bought the balloons yet. Oh, yeah, the balloons are... You want to get those last anyways. Yeah. Because you don't know what the supply is going to be like. And, yeah, and the thing is just trying to find a, a large quantity of them because I think we need over... I think we figured if it was going to be Chuck, it was going to be about 3,786 of them I think we need. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. All right. Did you check the dollar store and the... Did you check those places? Yeah, the dollar store does have a bargain on those. But they don't have 3000 though, probably. No, they don't. Yeah. We'll have to get them from several of the dollar stores. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, the dollar store has that. They, they have, uh, I think they have like 1,400 mini Mouses. So they, that's going to be kind of nice. That it'll be at least kind of themed on one side. Yeah, on one side we can do mini Mouse and do something else on the other side. Yeah, we could get some. I bet we can get some good pictures of him up there on the on the prototype. Send them up on a prototype. And I, I think we plan on launching them right out of Santa Paula. Oh, why wouldn't we? Yeah. I mean, that's the safest airspace there is. Yeah. You want to you wanna put them up in an a- airspace where there's lots of airplanes going through so they can kind of keep an eye on them. And we're, we're still trying to figure out how we're going to get them back down. That's, you know, that's one of those things I think you you figure it out as you go because you until you're there, how are you going to know? Yeah, that's true, too. I'm I'm thinking we could probably do something with this this back the f upper and the lasers. We can probably use lasers to pop balloons or something. Yeah, if he only took out a few at a time, it would just kind of like gradually land. Yeah, because I think we could heat them up with the laser or the taser, touch them, and then they would go off. And they're not probably flammable. Now, did we did we uh, procure a, a an ocean retrievement? system in case he lands in the water yeah we do have a capsule that he, he can come back in oh good all right that's good that, that was my main concern i wanted to make sure that we if he lands in the water that we could go get yeah him. yeah this is actually pretty safe the whole thing we, we've kind of planned it out and we have scale models of everything yeah well i know that it was uh, it was well over 300 dollars for for the entire budget of everything that's like yeah that's the that's the biggest budget we've had with giggles that's bigger than our light bar yeah yeah <laughs> i mean that's a lot that's bigger than the last headliner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait. I can't wait to see Chuck up in the balloons. <laughs> That's going to be a lot of fun posts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what else do we have? I'm trying, I know we're forgetting. Are we forgetting anything? Did we get everything? I think we plugged all the up-and-coming up shows. Oh, the only thing we didn't do is... Well, no, we did. We plugged that in the very beginning. For October 1st. Yeah, the Sports Expo coming up October 1st. Yeah. You can send me an email if you want to get in on the vendors list because I do believe the vendors are going to fill up. I'm not more than likely not moving up to a bigger room this time. I'm going to try to stay in the room we were in and fill it up. Fill it all up, yep. And then because we're entertaining the option of maybe going into the the next size room. But I think it's better to stay where we're at for this one. And... I had somebody ask if we were going to do comedy at the next one. Uh, there is a chance that we're going to do something at the end of the night. There, okay. There's a chance of that. I'm, yeah. I'm still kind of exploring. I'm going to have less stuff of mine there, so it'll be um, less physical effort for me at the end of the day. So 
Okay. There's a better chance of it. For, uh, yeah. A comedy set in there. Nice. <coughs> also thinking about doing some Q&As with some experts, like having a Q&A with, um, with the card graders, oh, getting okay. a, a Q&A with some of the athletes. That'd be kind of neat because that'd be kind of like a antique roadshow vibe going yeah, on. a little like bit that. of an industry kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah I think that'd be kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. Cool, man. Anything else we need to do while we're up here on the on the lift? I think we're pretty good. If if you want to if you want to drain some of that water, you can drain some of that water off the side here. I don't. You know what? I don't know if we have water or not. Okay. I don't think the water made it in. No, no, that's no problem. I mean, it's better. That there's no no water is good water. Okay. Oh, this we just yeah we went we're for some reason going up even higher. Okay, now we're a little too high for my comfort. Yeah, and I guess the water didn't didn't make it onto the board. That's no problem. <coughs> How do I keep coughing? I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's the uh, the smoke in the air. I don't know. It's one of the, I have a roommate that smokes a lot of pot. It's kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know where, where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> and our takeaways from the last show. DJ was great. DJ was good. And we had a really good crowd for Giggles, by the way. Yep. And we should mention that. Yeah. DJ Sandu did a great job. And... Um, Everybody that went that spoke with me after that show said that that was a great show. Yeah, and I think everybody did good from beginning to end. I think because we had uh, uh, Jim did a set, you and Chuck went up. Yeah, we had um, Sierra, CC, yeah, Sierra went up, and um, Charlene. It was a good show. Yeah, very good show. So I can't wait to uh, can't wait to see what's in store for the next one. And for the next one, I believe we have. Maybe Steph Clark on the opening. Oh, nice. One of the openers for that. And um, I'm trying to remember who else. A couple of people. Oh, it's going to oh, be very fun. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, maybe I offered for Charlene to return again along with uh, Keisha because Keisha had had like oh, something okay. yeah, she, where she wasn't able to drive. She wasn't yeah. able to show up, so that would be nice to have her return out for that one too. Yes, yeah, so it should, should be a good time though, I think. So we're, we're going to have lots of fun. And keep it keep it going strong as as giggles just hits the new uh, hit, hits the new year strong and running hard. Giggles, uh, twenty twenty three, eight year anniversary coming up. That's it. Any parting words for the folks at home? Um, please spade and neuter your pets. You are listening <laughs> to the Giggles Live Radio Network. You need to be thankful for what you have. Living on the ledge. Kathy Bates busting kneecaps with a sledge. Gallagher smashing watermelons. That's kind of vintage. Okay, paper bags, boys. Liquid sledge. What's up? Thank you for listening to the Giggles Live Radio Network. You're listening to the Giggles Live Radio Network.